This isn't just basketball. This is the NBA playoffs. And with William Hill Sportsbook, you can dial up the playoff intensity from the palm of your hand. Just download the William Hill mobile app and your first bet of up to $500 is risk-free using promo code RADIORF. New users only. Must be 21 years or older and present in Virginia to bet. Paid in free bets. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. William Hill Sportsbook. Proud partner of the NBA. Let's make it interesting. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and What up, what up, what up? What's poppin', y'all? It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here for another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Live on the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Make sure y'all follow us on the Facebook page, also on YouTube. We got the Instagram account, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. I'm Trey Frazier. We got Maestro Styles in the building. And we got a special guest. Uh, this week, um, he's been on the show many a times talking Ravens and, um, you know, doing his thing for the Russell Street Report locally here in Baltimore. Nope. 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 Hey, nope. What? Changed that. Whoa, nope. whoa. Changed that. You changed that? Yeah, oh, my bad. My bad. I got Hey, well, I got, look. I got well, released and I was a free agent for a little while. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's my bad. But, uh, hey, y'all, we got Michael Telford in the building, a.k.a. Chibs. So, Chibs, um... I'm, I'm, I guess I'm bad at the intro here, so I'm going to just let you kind of, you know, kind of take the lead on that. Uh, tell us what you've been up to. All right. So, uh, I mean, some stuff went down and they released me from RSR kind of unceremoniously. Uh, and instead of going to another site, I decided that it was time to kind of branch off on my own. So I have a website uh, that covers all 32 teams. It covers fantasy football. It covers uh Sports betting, uh, good group of guys. You guys are familiar with the podcast, The Neutral Zone Infraction, which I've had for a number yes. of years. And we just uh, we expanded it to include a website. We got Patreon. Uh, the podcast is still live. We have other podcasts coming. So it's just neutral zone, neutralzoneinfraction.com. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's Ownership. Up. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I hear that, man. And congratulations on that move, too, bro. Appreciate that. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, the NFL is here, man. Uh, kickoff is Thursday. 
Um, I, I guess we could just kind of go through it like this, man. I mean, we could go division by division and, uh, you know, kind of get some of these predictions out the way. Who you think is going to win the division? Who's going to be the wild card? You know, MVP, um, that kind of a thing. So, um, so what, what, what you think, Maestro? Where, where you want to start? Uh, I mean, well, we we all know we're doing the North last. Let's do the of course, uh, of course. Let's do the let's let's uh for shits and giggles. Let's do the NFC East. That's an easy one, right? Everybody NFC- agrees. Everybody yeah. agrees where where we at in the East. I would I think. Let's see where we go at with the East. Where you at with it, Maestro? Um. Uh, we we just want who's winning? Who's winning? Is that what we want? Yeah, yeah. Who, who, yeah who, who's going to win the division? And if you think there's any wild cards coming out that division? Ooh. Well, let me let me pull up my little let me pull up my little list. Um, I know who I got winning. I don't necessarily remember if I have a wild card or not. Um, so as far as who's winning, I got the Cowboys winning the East. Um, mm-hmm. Just just. Simple and plain. Uh, I like the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't get it twisted. Um, I think the Cowboys got too much of offense right now, and enough on in, their, in that defensive line in Dallas right now. <clears throat> even with all the even with all the injuries and suspensions and crazy things that's been happening on that defensive line, mm-hmm. they still got a pretty solid uh, solid defensive line. So uh, I, I'm I'm rolling with Dallas there. Um, if I had to pick a wild card in the East, I'm going to say no. I'm not picking a wild card in the East. So mm. give me give me Dallas to win the division. So you don't got Philly as a wild card. You got him out. I do not. I got him out. Got him out. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm in, in agreement with you, man. I got the Cowboys winning the NFC East. And, you know, just like you said, um, you know, they got Jalen Smith locked up. Um, they got the other kid, uh, Van Der Esch, um, you know, locked up to a contract. And so... I just think, you know, on both sides of the ball, this team um, should bounce back from what was a terrible season last year, you know, going eight and eight and the expectations, you know, for them not meeting them uh, last season. I think this year with Dak Prescott um, on this tag and a lot to prove, I, I think this cat's going to ball out and it- it's going to help the Cowboys win the division. Chibs, where you at with the East, man? I don't think that the New York Giants have any reason to be scared of the Eagles or the Cowboys. I don't think that the Giants will win the division, but I think too many people are sleeping on them. I want to say that right now. I think the Cowboys probably win the division because Carson Wentz is already not staying healthy. The Cowboys just simply have too much talent. The problem with the Cowboys, and you know I'm a defensive back, guy the problem with the cowboys is that their best defensive back might be a rookie and their second best defensive back is currently sitting on their practice squad in the Mm. form of brandon carr and he's Mm. 35 years old right so while i think the cowboys can take the division i think that's as far as it goes i think dad prescott is going to play well you know what you're going to get with ezekiel elliott their wide receivers amari cooper michael gallup and cd lamb like you can't pass on that however I do think they don't go any further than just making the playoffs. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I don't, look, I hear you. I, 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 I keep, I keep, I keep, I keep my uh, predict. I keep my further predictions for later on in the show. So you got uh, the Giants in the. You got a Giants as wild card, or you think they're going to be better than what they were last year, just kind of missing out on the playoffs? I think they're going to just barely miss out. They probably hit eight and eight. Uh, but I think Danny Jones and Saquon Barkley are going to take that team to a level that 
uh, was not seen in 2019. Danny Jones looks tremendously improved. Oh. He ain't Danny Doms yet? Uh, he's like Danny eight and a half cents. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. I, I think the Eagles, because um, I, I think a wild card's coming out of the East. I, I, I think the Eagles get that wild card. Um, I don't know if it's the first or the second, third one, but... Um, and Hold I, and on. I, so, and I didn't up? mean to cut you off, but I did. Um, <laughs> so that means, so that means in, in, in your summation, yep. there's, I mean, obviously, we, we know there's two wild cards. Three. Um, we're talking about- there's three this year. Remember? Yeah. What? No, I, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah. It doesn't matter if there's three. The East isn't going to put a wild card in there because you have the NFC West that's yeah. going to put in a couple of teams. Yeah. You have the uh, I mean, NFC the, South that probably puts in a couple of teams. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't know that. But, I mean, when I'm still I'm still looking at the NFC, um, look. There's some tough teams Bay, out there. I agree. Look. Look, if I mean, you know, you can swap out how you feel about the South, but who, however you feel about the South, the South, one of those teams are going as a wild card. Um, the West, you know, you know what the West do. You, mm-hmm. I, like, it just depends on who, like, who, like, we'll get there. We'll obviously we're going to get there. I, I'm interested to see who you're ruling out of the playoffs with three wild card spots. Okay, now. yeah, yeah, we 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 could talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got Eagles as a wild card. The uh, Cowboys win the division, and we could we could not talk about the Washington Football Team. I don't want to do that. Um, the NFC North, uh, Maestro, where you at? Um, I mean, look, as much as I would like to see Minnesota take the next step up, um, I don't believe they're going to do it. Um, I, I do believe that Chicago will have a better year than last year. But uh, Green Bay, I mean, until they're dethroned, I, I just can't see it going no other way. Green Bay, Green Bay is going to win that division. Yeah, um, this is the division where I don't have a wild card team coming out of. Um, I think the Bears are still going to be the Bears. I, I, I think they're kind of eight and eight ish right about now. Um, the Lions, I think they'll be slightly improved, but they're not going to be enough. Um, I think the loss of Stefan Diggs is, is going to play a huge role here. And I, I don't think people are giving enough, you know, credence to that. I, I got the Vikings just barely not making it. And I got Green Bay winning this division, um, by a couple of games. I, I just don't know if, uh, Adam Thielen, you know, a lot of pressure is going to be on that guy. You know, now he's, you know, he's the dude. You know, who's going to be that, you know, second dude to kind of take some pressure off of him? Um, well, that's I think the that's thing. They, they, used to have two, they used to have two number one wide receivers, and now they just, you know, don't. Justin yeah. Jefferson's going to have to step up in a big way. Yeah, right, right. And I don't see him doing much of that. I don't see him doing enough of that for them to be a, a playoff team. So where you at with the chips? Uh I also have Green Bay winning the division. Um, the problem, again, they are lacking in the wide receiver department. They have Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams catching passes and absolutely nobody else. So that could hurt them down the line, especially when a couple of those teams have pretty good uh, secondaries. Now, I have the Vikings as a wild card. Mm, okay. Uh, the only way that 
changes is if they suffer some significant injuries. They have one of the best pass rushing duos in the NFL in mm-hmm. Hunter and Ngakwe. Uh, Yannick yeah. Ngakwe. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, that's big pass time. rush. Yeah, pass rush cannot go understated. Their secondary is good, not great. Um, I think their defense overall is good enough to keep even high flying teams kind of grounded a little bit. Okay. Yep. No doubt. I I don't have I I I want to I want Minnesota to make the playoffs. I don't know if I think they're going to make it. Okay. So you just got Green Bay and that's it. I got Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I I kind of see where you're headed with this one. You got you got three teams out of one of these next two divisions making the playoffs. Um, we could go ah, the- damn it, damn it! I keep forgetting this three. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I might, man! I'm, I might read. I might read. I might read. I might read. Nah, I can't read. I, I, got, I, 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 not for I read. I take. I take Minnesota. I take Minnesota. Three. Okay. okay. I take Minnesota. All right. Yeah, I take Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Nah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, all right. So NFC South, uh, Maestro, where you at? Um, I, look, I, Tampa Bay has put together a hell of a team. Um, on paper, mm-hmm. have they though? Um, at least on offense. Uh, look, uh, Leonard Fournette, Shady McCoy, and Ronald Jones, and I get that. Um, one of those guys, Shady McCoy, is going to get the short end of the stick, but um, no, nah, they that, already said Shady is going to be used on third downs and such. I think that's going to change by by the first quarter of the season. Um, it's going to be Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah. Huh? It's going to be Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, I think that. I don't think that. I don't think that. I think that Shady McCoy experiment is going to end really fast. If God forbid uh, he don't get injured, um, but I don't think that Shady McCoy experience is going to last uh, last long between Ronald Jones and uh, Fournette. And him, and then whoever. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to last long uh, for Shady McCoy. But uh, I got the Saints, man. Um, I got the Saints winning the division. It, it, it's just I, I get I get the lack of number two receiver, and you know, but I, I look. I'm not I'm not sleeping on Drew Brees. I, I just can't. I, I got to give him his respect. Um, I got to give him his respect for his knowledge of the division, his knowledge of the team. Uh, Tampa Bay might see a couple of uh, bumps and bruises getting everything together. I don't think Tom Brady is the same guy that everybody wants him to, you know, wants to regard him as he once was. I know he's the greatest to ever play the game at quarterback. I get everything you get it. Any, anybody, any way that you dispute it, I don't think he's that guy this year, but I do give him the, I do give Tampa the wild card. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Maestro. I got the Saints winning the NFC South. And look, man, Alvin Kamara, they finally working on a contract extension with this guy. You know, thank thank God for that. So that's gonna be huge. I think it is Latavius Murray still on that team? Yeah. Okay. And I like Latavius Murray in that offense, um, to spell for Alvin Kamara when needed. Um, I just, I just like the Saints, like overall, man. I mean, their defense is, um, pretty good, man, with, um, Cameron Jordan and, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, you know, in that secondary. Um, I, I like the Saints to win the South. Um, um, the, the Bucks, um, I'm, I'm kind of a little, you know, iffy on them. Um, I'll, I'll just say just for the sake that, you know, Tom Brady's there, 
I think they've put enough weapons around him to where it's not going to be, um, you know, throwing the ball all over the lot. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that. Um, I think, and I, I kind of disagree with your Shady McCoy thing, Maestro. I do think that he'll be a huge part of the offense, and I don't mean huge as in he's going to be the number one guy. I think they're going to use all three of these backs um, simultaneously, like kind of like how New England kind of does the running back by committee thing. I think Tampa Bay is somehow going to implement that into their offense. So I, I like I like the Bucks to make the wild card here. Uh, they probably go ten and six. You know, just what's a successful? What's a big? What's Shady McCoy being statistically? What do you consider Shady McCoy stat wise as being a big part of the offense? I'd say. I'd say fifty. I'd say about what, fifty carries, five hundred and something yards, three, four touchdowns. Just kind of throwing some numbers out there. If you, you got, want, because you got you Shady to have, if you want Shady to have fifty carries and you want him to have five hundred something yards, then he will have to have a ten plus yard per carry average. Well. Um, that's at, a fact, and you know he's at not doing that. years old, and let's be clear, he's not doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, no I mean, no. I mean, when you break the numbers down, that I mean, that's that's true. What about fifty touches? And he and he gets five hundred and something scrimmage yards. That's doable because then you're combining, uh, you know, third down passing and such. Yep. Because I mean, he's. I mean, if anybody's going to catch the ball at the backfield, it's going to be him. I don't. I mean, I think Ronald Jones is pretty effective in that regard. Also, I don't know about Leonard Fournette. I don't think. I think he's just going to be that bruising type um, running back for them. And you, th- you got Tampa Bay being a more throwing team or running team at this at this stage of the game with Tom Brady, but with Goodwin, Vince, uh, Mike Evans. I'm sorry. Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski, and uh, I don't know if they got rid of Cameron Bray, but then that's even a second tight end that's still in the game. Uh, and OJ yeah. Howard. And, oh, gee, and OJ Howard. So Cameron Bray probably going to take a backseat. Um, it's a lot of weapons on offense. So y'all see this as more of a running team or a throwing team? I see it more as a throwing team, but I really honestly believe that if they want like real success and they want to protect Tom Brady – I, I think they're going to have to implement the run in this offense a lot more. Like I would say, like, a, like I think it needs to be 55% throwing, 45% um, running. I don't think it could be lopsided the way it was in New England. I think it's going to be a throwing team. Mm-hmm. The thing about it being a throwing team is that Tom Brady likes to throw short passes. So I also think that the running backs are going to be highly involved in that. And for reference, Leonard Fournette, to answer an earlier question, has averaged 44 and a half catches per season. That's it. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, NFC West. Uh, Maestro, who you got? I don't don't get to pick the NFC South. I about to say, he didn't get to pick the South. Oh, did I skip you? Oh, man. It's because I'm white. My bad, Chibs. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, not much has changed, man. <laughs> I'm picking New Orleans to win the division, obviously. Uh, but my wild card team is actually Atlanta. Um, they have an improved tight end. 
there's no there's a, a very small chance that they don't improve on a disastrous 2019 season. I think Devin White takes a huge step forward for the Bucks. However, I think that the offensive line in Atlanta is good enough to shy off the Bucks defense because it was good enough to shy off the Saints defense in 2019. Mm. So that being said, I think the Bucks go 10 and 6, but I think they lose the head-to-head to Atlanta. So Atlanta takes the wild card spot from them. Mm. So just for clarification, Tampa Bay does not make the playoffs in your ass? Correct. Wow. 10 and 6, no playoffs. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Bold. Bold. Man. Man. Hey, what I got a question for you, Chibs. What what do you think about the the Todd Gurley experiment in Atlanta? You 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 think he's got something to prove there? You you think this is his last opportunity? I think if he doesn't prove it in Atlanta, then he's not going to get another opportunity. Correct. Maybe as a backup. Uh, however, it, he's five years into the league. He's been dealing with multiple injuries. Uh, the shelf life for most NFL running backs is five and a half, six years. If he does not prove it this year uh, with a fourth thousand yard season, say goodbye to Todd Gurley fantasy owners. Mm. So uh, I ask you this, man, um, and and you can update me if, if if this has changed. But the last I heard. Uh, Todd Gurley is wearing number 21 and he, uh, a little while ago he had a, a, a conversation let's say with Dion and Dion was basically saying something to the effect of like nah you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't do that and he Correct. said he's going to do it anyway your thoughts Correct. on it I like the attitude you're not going to tell me I can't wear a fucking number like the attitude that's simple yeah. people tell me that you know 44 was a, a bad defensive back number when I wore it in high school I did fine. Look at Marlon Humphrey. He's number 44. He's doing fine. Right. right. It, a number is just a number. If you attach a stigma to a number, that's where you're going to have issues. Like the whole C.D. Lamb thing in Dallas with him wearing 88. Like mm-hmm. that's Jerry Jones attaching the stigma to the number. That puts more pressure on the player. With Todd Gurley saying, I don't care. I'm going to wear the number anyway. Like you were my idol. He's not viewing it as like more pressure on him to perform, at least not to the public's eyes. So I'm cool with it, man. Like you right. want your attitude to run back. Like you tell me I can't do something. I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You, you want that attitude in a skill position player. And, and Chip, I'm going to be trash. honest with you. Uh, hold on. Hold on, Maestro. I don't mean to cut you off, uh-huh. but uh, uh, to be honest with you, Chibs, if, if the Falcons or, or Dion or whoever has an issue with it, then retire the damn number. If you, if you don't Correct. retire the number, then the number is up for grabs. You know what I mean? Correct. I mean, Desmond Trufant wore number 21 for the Falcons. It, it wasn't yeah. a big deal when he yeah. wore it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If, if he's trash, is is this uh, story brought back up? If he's trash in Atlanta? 100%. 100% somebody in the media will bring their story back up. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Okay. Um, let me, uh, just want to say, uh, give a shout out to a couple people in the chat room here. Uh, Miss Mocha Bella repping X squad. Uh, she wants to know who was typing in the background. That would be our guest typing up whatever he's typing up articles. I, I don't know yeah. exactly. I, I work up. for CBS and I'm still on the clock. So you're going to hear my keyboard from time <laughs> to time. I'm... Pre precursor. He did warn us before he came on. Correct. Yes. <laughs> exactly. He did. Uh, we also got uh, Chief Rock of Jersey Vern up here in the chat. 
He's got a couple comments here. Um, he says Atlanta is coming in last place. Uh, he says Chibs doesn't know what he's talking about. He says Tampa will beat the Saints out for the division. And he also said that Todd Gurley does not deserve the number 21. He's either a Tom Brady fan or a Tampa Bay fan. Either way, it's just a little bit of homerism poking through. Nah, because Chief Rocker don't like Giants the Patriots. Fan. Yeah, he's a Giants fan, so he he, uh, he I think he hates the Patriots. So um, I, I don't think he shouldn't hate the Patriots. He was their kryptonite. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, why you can't hate him and beat him at the same time? <laughs> nah. I guess you can. We do it to the Steelers all the time. Right. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, the time this guy says. So it's all good, man. I uh, will. I hold the AFC North conversation. I hold. I hold. I hold that till we get to the let's, North. Let's, yeah, let's let's get through these NFC. Uh, NFC West. Where you at, with it, Maestro? Uh, I'm going to Seattle, man. I I, I want to go. I want to go. Uh, I no, I don't. I'm lying. I don't want to go to San Francisco at all. I'm going to Seattle. Seattle's going to win it, but San Fran will get the that third wild card. But uh, Seattle, Seattle, look, mm-hmm. I don't, be honest with you. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, I, I don't, I don't feel like I ain't gonna say I don't feel like San Fran should have won last year. They they earned that that division last year. They they did what they were supposed to do. Yep. Um, but with that being said, um, I, I I I don't think Seattle come to play with them this year. I, I don't think they come to play with. Them. I think they think that they can get a title soon and um i don't think they're gonna play with san fran right now i love the addition of jamal adams um i love the offense with dk metcalf you know having a second year on his belt yeah he does he He, he, he does and i mean his his ceiling is high so i'm i'm pretty confident in his ability um i'm with you maestro again i i got the seahawks winning the nfc west and I mean, they've loaded this roster up, you know, from the off season up until, you know, kind of late when they traded for Jamal Adams. As far as the wild card goes, I don't have the Niners in the playoffs at all. Um, I got a surprise pick here: Arizona Cardinals. I think get a wild card in the NFC. It's not a surprise. Um, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just like the DeAndre Hopkins edition. And he got his money, by the way. Congrats to DeAndre Hopkins for that. I think, what's that, the highest paid uh, wide receiver in the league? Um, I thought he was the highest paid Cardinal. Is he, it wide receiver? I think it's the highest paid. Um, I guess it's the highest paid non-quarterback. I guess that's how somebody described it on radio The highest earlier. paid non-quarterback. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, congrats to DeAndre Hopkins for getting that money. He deserves no doubt. doubt. Highest paid non-quarterback ever, by the Mm. way. And DeAndre Hopkins constructed the deal himself. Mm. Yes, yes. Shout out to him for doing that. That's what's up. Being his own agent. Yeah, um, look, that was was who, when y'all told me it was the third uh, wild card slot, that was the team I was wrestling with. Okay. I, it's a lot on paper. It's a lot on paper. Um, if but it was between them and the Vikings. Yep. Um, I just know that the Vikings have done this. You know, they've played this game before with with the core of this team. They played this game before, and that's why I gave the edge to the Vikings. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I just have to have a surprise somewhere because pretty much all the other teams that I picked um, were either there last year, 
and you know have made some noise or obviously with the Bucks they got Tom Brady um but I I think Kyler Murray I think is going to take it a notch up this season like don't be surprised if he's in MVP talks for a few weeks throughout the season I think he's, I think he's going to explode this year but we actually pretty much the same man uh I it was going to be my surprise pick uh to have the Cardinals uh as the wild card spot and Seattle taking the division um or sorry San Francisco taking the division uh I'm not, not entirely sure that Seattle has enough juice defensively to stop Kyle Shanahan's running game um the other side of that is that I Kevin White is like their only healthy receiver so we'll see how that plays out um but when I knew we were doing this I picked out San Francisco first uh and Mm. the Cardinals as the wild card with Seattle just narrowly missing the playoffs so maestro for you um well you said you said you had the Niners in the uh wild card right yeah so the Cardinals are out for me okay okay yeah, just to kind of, because I, I, I don't like the Niners for some reason this year. Like, I don't know if it's the Jimmy Garoppolo thing where, you know, you watch the Super Bowl and you watch him overthrow Emmanuel Sanders in that situation. And I get it's just one play. But, man, right it's now. It's not one play, though. It happened yeah. over and over again throughout yeah. the season. Throughout so, the season. Like, yeah. I am picking the Niners to take the division Right now, that will likely change after week one. I want to see what steps Jimmy G has taken to become a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to do it, man. That that's why I got him out. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep it a buck. With yeah, you. but I think, but I but I got him in because uh, look, I, I get uh, I think it was Breeder that left um, for Miami. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but they still. I, I, I think that's a punch and play. I think that's a plug and play position in Cal Shanahan's offense. I think I agree with right. that. I think whatever running back you put there, they're going to be uh, solid in that. You know, in that in that role. Um, Jimmy G is going to have a similar season to last year, and that's. I, I feel like that's going to be enough. I think was going to. I think they won't get the division because I think, like I said, I think Russell Wilson is. I think Russell Wilson is just that good. I think he's going to take. He's going to put that team on his back like he's done. Pretty much his career, and uh, it's going to it's going to take it's going to get him that division this year. I got him getting the division this year. All I just think back. I just think that offense is way too limited to compete with some of the exotic defenses that they will face throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Look, man, Sierra just had that man baby. That dude is about to go like ham this season. That that dude gonna ball out this year. Man, that could also mean he ain't getting no sleep too, though, bro. You know that. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> that's that's true too. Hey, uh, I got a couple comments here from Chief Rock of Jersey Vern in the chat. Uh, hey, Chibs, he he wanted to ask you: Is are the Falcons going to beat Seattle on Sunday? No, I think uh, the Falcons start off with a loss. Okay, I, I agree. I agree with you there. Uh, he also said that the Giants are going to make the playoffs and win the NFC East. What, what do you got to say about man, that? Man, man, you got to cut, you got to cut it out. I get obviously. it, bro. I get it. I get it, though. Hey, look, and I, I, tell I you, gave my Giants support early on in this conversation, so I don't think they make the playoffs, but I do think they're an eight and eight team, and that's a huge leap forward, and they should be happy with that. 
Hey, look, and I tell you what, you got Saquon Barkley on your team. Um, you never, you just never know with a run with a running back like that. But nah, nah, bro, and y'all losing week one. Yeah, I, I see nah. him on here. He's like uh, Monday night. I forgot about that game. Yeah, losing week one. You can you can go ahead and hold that one. All right, man. Uh, let's jump over to the AFC real quick. So let's start with the East, AFC East. Where you at with it, Maestro? Um, look, man, I, you know, a lot of people just, you know, at least in my circles, are throwing this to the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I know they got a good defense. Um, you know, say what you want about Josh Allen and his throwing ability, but, uh, you know, somehow or another, he has gotten it done at least last year in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Stefan Diggs. Um, I don't know. You know, does Devin Singletary take the next step? I, all those things. Um, I'm not ready, and and, and this pains me. It just pains me. Uh, I'm not ready to get. I'm not ready to just hand it over to Buffalo with uh, Bill Belichick being the coach of the Patriots, especially signing Cam Newton. Now, if you was telling me Jared Stidham was there, then I I, I could I could give it away on on Jared Stidham. I can't necessarily give it away on Cam Newton. Um, Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. Uh, I I think the Patriots are going to pull it off. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, I I love the Cam Newton edition, and I don't think it's any surprise that he's the starter um, for the Patriots. Um, I got I got them winning the division. Um, I, I think Buffalo takes a step back. I think they missed the playoffs. Um, I, do I wasn't th- going to say that, though. I, I wasn't going to give them the wild card. You giving them the wild card? Okay. I'll give them one wild card, yes. I am giving the Miami Dolphins a wild card in the AFC this year. I, I think the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. The, the Miami Dolphins. Yes, Mocha, you heard it first. The Miami Dolphins will get a wild card in the AFC playoff picture. I th- I think at some point in the season, two is gonna get the ball and he, he's he's gonna do he's <laughs> nah, gonna do bro. his thing, bruh. In his rookie year, in his rookie year, bruh. And it, nah. and it wouldn't be the first time a rookie's done it. It, it wouldn't be the first. But sure, time. but let's be clear. Ryan Fitzpatrick was named the starter, of course. And I don't expect him to be well, the starter for of, the whole season either. Well, let's let's not say of course though. Like, see, the, I, I think I think the. The trend or or the sign that I would like to take is is that if you thought that Tua was who Tua was this year, mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick wouldn't be the starter. You would have seen these signs in training camp. I think Tua would have been named the starter now if we thought that he had that talent right away that was going to get them to the playoffs. I think they seen. I think they see a rookie right now. Yep. And because they see a rookie who's not ready to take on that responsibility and get some wins for the team, they start up Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, you know, say what you want about Ryan Fitzpatrick, he'll throw you in one, he'll throw you out one, but there's that option that he'll throw you in one. Sure. 400 yards passing. Sure, sure. So here's how I see this playing out for Miami. I I think right out of the gate, I think Fitzpatrick is going to be – he's going to throw you out of a couple of games, two, three games – Possibly at the most three games, um, and I and I think at that point, I think the pressure is going to be on Brian Flores to put the kid in. And I and you know speaking of Brian Flores, I think he has developed into a pretty good coach down the stretch last year. 
um, you know, beating the Patriots on the final week of the season when the Patriots had something to play for, um, I thought was pretty big. Um, I, 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 for some, and you're right, Maestro, they do see Tua as a rookie. Otherwise, they would have given him the job off rip. But these things change, and, and we've seen it plenty of times where teams start off so. You know, so cold that it's like, all right, we, we, we've seen enough. Let's 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 put the kid in and let's just, you know, get this new era started. Um, I think they make a wild card. Now, I think they make the third wild card. I don't think they're going to be, you know, number one and number two in that wild card race. I think they make the final one. But that's my surprise pick for the let me ask a question to, to Let me ask a question to the room. What do y'all think a third third wild cards record is in AFC this year? Possibly ten and eight, six. And eight. eight and eight. What'd you say, no. Chips? Ten and six. Ten and six, right? Because Listen, you're going to have uh, let's just say for the sake of argument, you're going to have at least two 12-win teams, right? In mm-hmm. Kansas City and in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Broncos who could pull something off in the AFC West. You have the Chargers, who could be a sneaky team to pull something off in the AFC West. Then you move to the AFC South, right? And you have the Texans, who have Deshaun Watson and three speedy, although often injured, wide receivers. You have the Colts, who have a stacked team, even though they have like 90-year-old Phillip Rivers at quarterback. You have the Titans, who made the playoffs last year. Then you move to the AFC North. They have seen North. You have the Ravens. You have the Steelers. The Bengals could make some noise if Joe Burrow is any good, even though that often offensive line is garbage. The Browns on paper look like they're stacked. So until they, I mean, obviously until they show that they are anything but the Browns, we can't believe in them, but the talent is there. So I don't think that you're going to have a team at eight and eight coming out of the AFC going into the postseason. Yeah, I, I agree. Nine and seven is probably I think nine and seven. Is but I think you, yeah, I think you have to hit ten and six to make sure you have a wild card spot. Okay, and not to go back to last year, but had the three wild card thing been a thing last year, the Steelers would have got that final one at a record of eight and eight. Um, that was a down year for the AFC, though. Yeah, right. But it, but but how many times has the AFC been down in the last few years? Once, once. Nah. I mean, you, 2015 <laughs> was the last season before that. That it was like a a mess. But like 2016, AFC was strong. 2017, the AFC was strong. 2018, it was decent. 2019, it was down. Well, you're talking like nine and okay. So you're talking like nine and seven teams. Like you talking? Correct. Okay. Okay. All right. I I I I, I shoot you on that. Um, but. I, I I still feel like eight and eight could possibly you know get that third wild card. You know, I depending you. on how things go, we'll see. I, I mean, there's a, there's a possibility for it because of how like messed up the off season has been and everything. So I mean, anything is possible this season of all seasons. Of all I seasons, just right. don't see it happening because there are just there's too many teams that look just too strong on paper. Of and then when you look at and then when you look at teams like specifically. Um, teams with with rookie quarterbacks coming in and all that, like they, yep. you're talking about like 
they got a lot of turnaround from last year to this year. So what I'm looking at, another thing that I'm looking at is like teams who didn't have a whole lot of turnaround from their starting roster yeah. from uh, the year prior to the year this year. And I'm not, I don't pretend to be super familiar with Miami's team, but uh, I know historically they are a team that has a lot of turnaround over the course of an offseason because they're normally dealing with duds trying to find trying to outplay somebody so they can get a job at a better team and a better opportunity for their careers. So um, you know, it's not like people stay in Miami every year. Mm-hmm. Which which is surprising, but I Well it's it's I mean the football is trash in Miami. So I mean, you know, it's not surprising to me the football is trash there. I mean I look Brian Flores has been a bright spot, but as of right now, Miami football is trash. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we, we shall see, man. Um, let's go to AFC South. Um, so, Maestro, who you got winning the AFC South? Um, You're not even going to ask me about the AFC East? That's man, twice now. Yo, I, wow. Wow. Hey, I don't think he like white wow. people, dog. Wow. I ain't even going to Unbelievable. <laughs> I don't think he like white people, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna take it personally. I am. Yeah, I'm. I am off my game tonight for whatever reason. Go ahead, Chibs. All right. So for the AFC East, man, I'm with Maestro. Like, I'm not counting out Bill Belichick until he counts himself out. Uh, So give me the Patriots to win the division with Cam Newton at the helm. Give me the Bills as the wild card out of that division. Okay. Okay. The Bills yeah. is not a bad pick, though. Um, I don't want to, I mean, you know, I don't want to. They're wanna... easy. I mean, we saw what they did last year. They're an easy pick to do exactly what they did last year. I mean, that it's just right. an easy pick. And um, they have improved. Just yeah, and they've here. improved. Right, right. And they yeah, improved. yeah. Stephon Diggs. Yep, I, I, I totally get it. And Devin Singletary's got, a, you know, a little seal in there also. Yeah, it's not I mean, a bad my biggest pick. Thing, my biggest thing with Buffalo is, is that um, – I don't believe Josh Allen. Um, I don't believe he's that guy. Um, he's just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to see it. Um, but I'm not gonna see him act like he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't had a decent. Yeah, he had a good year last year. He did. I mean, similar thing. It's, it's flaws for certain, 100. percent um, But he he had a good year last year. I don't. I just don't want to see a. I don't want and. and Lamar Jackson being the the outlier. I don't want to see a running back running for 100 yards in more than. Really, any game, but um, I, I don't want to see it. It makes me think you can't throw, and and I get that Josh Allen got a good arm, but I don't believe him as a thrower. I just don't. All right, what do you got him with the? I south? mean, he's got an arm. He's okay. got yeah. the strength. I don't he's got know the strength. He has, he has yeah. to learn to get the touch. Yeah, yeah. It's just that that's that's what it is for me. Yeah, that playoff game was not his. Uh, <laughs> it was not his best. <laughs> I tell you that much. That that last couple of minutes was uh, was was like uh, what the hell moment. Um, AFC South. Uh, AFC South. Um, I am going to give it to the Houston Texans. Um, look, I, I get it. They, for all intents and purposes, they have on paper. They have down. They have downgraded. Uh, I. That's that's the way I see it. You lose DeAndre Hopkins, right. um, you that you 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 get Duke Johnson, uh, David Johnson. Like mm-hmm. what? Like it, you you've you taken a step back. But with all that said, um, I, I think this is going to be that year 
for Deshaun Watson. We, I mean, we already know who what he is and what he could do, but I think this could be that year. This is going to be that year where he could possibly win MVP. Um, this is this is the uh, mm-hmm. the opportunity he has. Um, you know, just getting you know just getting paid. This is the year he got where he's like, all right, if he ball out, he he an MVP like serious MVP candidacy. And that's like the big, like one of the big questions out of the AFC South is how are the Texans going to do without DeAndre Hopkins? And you can't replace that guy. I mean, no, you can't. Kenny Stills, no. Um, Brandon Cooks, no. There's a reason why Brandon Cooks has bounced around, you know, team after team. Andrew Uh, Cron, Will Fuller, I I get it. Brandon Cooks is severely underrated by a lot of people, though. Yeah, I give you that. Yeah, no, nah, he can fly. In he his can, he career, he has he's been in the league for six years. He has four thousand yard or more seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has a career average of fourteen point three yards per reception, and he averages about five touchdowns per six touchdowns per season. Like, don't sleep on Brandon Cooks if he can yeah. stay healthy. He just won't. He he won't have. Obviously, he won't have DeAndre Hopkins' impact, but he'll be productive. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It, number they, one it, receiver productive? No. Uh, it depends on your definition of a number one receiver. Right. The right. Ravens' The Ravens' number one receiver was a tight end. So, I mean, the game has changed, boys. Like, it yeah. depends on your definition of a, of a number one wide receiver. If you're talking about, like, a, a wide receiver one, like a Julio Jones or a DeAndre Hopkins or a Michael Thomas or something like that, then no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But he ha- he can absolutely be, if he stays healthy, he can be a – number one wide receiver for the Houston Texans. I was going to say, I believe he can be the Texans number one, but we we all know that he's not a number one wide receiver. I Up there with, with the big boys. No, with he's the, not big with boys. the big boys. Yeah. Right, right. Like that, right. I mean, that guy's best um, strength is him running down the field and catching balls. Like, I, I don't like him when he's, you know, like when you're trying to throw to him intermediate and short. Like that's not his game. Like his game is. He just... gotta be able to run the routes, though. I ain't mad at him doing that. He gotta be able to run the routes. Yeah, well, right. right. And I think history tells us that I don't think he's been elite in that department. I mean, he's been more effective when he's, you know, catching all the deep balls and stuff. So. Um... Yeah, I won't. I won't hold that against him, though. Uh, I won't hold that against him. He can. He he's learning to run the routes. He runs those intermediate routes. He don't. Obviously, I agree. He don't have the same impact running the fly route than he yep. does intermediate routes. That's one hundred percent. But you need to be to be a complete receiver, a complete number one. You need to be able to run all the routes, in my opinion. So um, I, I am. I, I won't hold that against him. I'll. I'll just say that I don't. If it's time. If it's time. If it's lockdown time, receiver, let's go take over this game. I'm we gonna play pitch and catch. I don't believe I don't believe Brandon Cooks is that yet, and I think that I think that's my only uh, gripe for uh, for him. But right. all that being said, the uh, Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, I, I got them, and um, and wild card, I'll I'll give the Tennessee, even though I don't like um, I don't like their quarterback. <laughs> all right, but I'll give it to him. Yeah, I got uh, I got the Texans winning the AFC South. Um, I, I think one of the most underrated things that happened for them in the offseason was them giving Laramie Tunsil a, a contract. 
Um, I think that's huge because they've always had issues with protecting the quarterback. And now I think they've kind of, you know, at least on that left side of the line um, to be able to protect Watson's blind side. I think that was pretty important for them to do that. Um, I got the Tennessee Titans as a wildcard team. Um, They paid Derrick Henry, which, you know, me and Maestro have discussed on many times that Derrick Henry should have got his money first before Ryan Tannehill um, should have got his money. Um, oh, yeah, he did get paid. My fault. I forgot he got paid. Okay. What are you talking about? Yeah, I forgot Derrick Henry got paid. Oh. You guys are good at this. Oh. Yeah, I forgot he got paid. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, they, they gave that man his money. Uh, much deserved. So, um, so yeah, I got, I got the Titans as a wild card. I do want to say, I think the Phillip Rivers experiment in Indy, I, I think that's going to blow up in their face. And I understand that the Chargers had some issues with the offensive line last year. Um, but I, I, I just think Phillip Rivers is done. Like, I, 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 with all the interceptions and the turnovers. I don't think he's done. I, 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 I think that dude is washed, man. i tell you what. If he poo-poos this, this right here with that, with that roster. Uh-huh. Um, look. Yeah, he he done. I think he done if he if he if this experiment goes goes to hell, uh, he's done. But do you, I, but I don't think he's right now. Right now, no, I don't think he's done. Do you think? Do you think he went to a better roster than what he came from? Um, yeah, I think I do. I do. And offense and defensively, yeah, I do. Mm, yeah, I, I I disagree. I think the Chargers roster is um much better than the Colts roster. I mean, when you I mean, when you look at the weapons on offense, and you know the pass rushers for the Chargers on defense, I, I just think the Colts. Uh, I mean, and the Colts got talent. Don't get me wrong; they they do got some players, but compared to the Chargers, I, I just think the Chargers are a little more stacked than the Colts are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Colts. Colts for the division. For the division. Wow. They're going to win the division. Listen, their offensive line is one of the best in football. One of the best in football. Right? I, I give you that. Yep. Phillip yep. Rivers is one hell of a game manager. Okay, Their defense is stacked. Okay, You cannot overlook any of these things. Then you add in the fact that they have uh, wide receivers like T.Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. That is a good one. Michael two, Pittman three Jr. Punch. Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be a monster. I give you that. He's going to be very good. Jack Doyle is Philip Rivers' best friend. Uh-huh. Then you move to the mm. running backs, where they have Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack. I like you. Just can't look at this team and be like, ah, just write them off. I like Marlon Mack though. The fact that they traded the 13th overall pick for DeForest Buckner shows that they also believe that they are in a position to win. I am taking the Indianapolis Colts as the winner of the AFC South. Give me the Texans as the wild card. Give me the Texans. Yeah, the Texans as the wild card. Okay. I think we see that Ryan Tannehill regresses to the mean and Derrick yeah. Henry not carry that entire team by himself. All that they have is A.J. Brown, who, when you look at his deeper statistics, did not necessarily perform all that well. I've been Corey saying Davis. that. Man, I've been saying that to this dude. <laughs> Corey Davis, who has never performed well. Jonu Smith. You're not going to be a successful tight end with the name Jonu so Smith. Chibs, it's not going to happen. So, Chib, say that. One, I, I missed what you said about A.J. Brown. If you look at his deeper statistics, 
Uh-huh. Like, his raw stats are great. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be a beast in PBR because he's the only goddamn target that they have. Right. Mm-hmm. But when right. you look at his deeper statistics, he was not as efficient as you would expect from a guy that put up that kind of number. Mm-hmm. What was it? What was his um, yards per catch? So let me... Man, searching the stats, man. <laughs> I mean, he clacking that damn keyboard. It shouldn't take Word. that long. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so his yards per catch uh, receiving is he so he only averaged uh, sixty five yards a game, all right, twelve point five yards per target. His mm-hmm. yards per reception were twenty point two. So mm-hmm. he had like, okay. the yardage. So we know what was happening. We know what was happening. So we know he was. How many we know what was happening. We know yeah, what we know happening. what was happening. Three point three receptions per game. Yeah, so we know he was getting a bomb a game. Correct. Yeah, so we, I mean, we know we know what it is. He, yeah, look, he was he was drafted. Um, he was drafted to be a number one, to be a guy that was that. Or at least my my take of the draft of his being drafted was that he was drafted to be a guy and and, and to be one of those one of those transcendent receiver receivers. For the Titans, and um, look, I know it's early, and and, and I'm not gonna say he won't ever get there. He's got to see it though. I yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'll say yes, I haven't seen it. So his 2.4 percent drop rate was one of the lowest in the leagues, but he also caused two interceptions. When a wide receiver starts causing interceptions, Mm -hmm. you guys know from the Brashad Perriman experience, right? When a receiver starts causing interceptions, that's when it's bad. He. Caused a 127.6 passer rating when he was targeted. There is no way that in the deeper statistics you do not see a regression from AJ Brown because you're going to have a regression from Ryan Tannehill. You're going to. Like, yeah. So football projections are basically like what is most likely to happen. And if you look at Ryan Tannehill's body of work, what's most likely to happen? He's either going to blow his knee out or he's going to have a bad season. That's it. <laughs> so that's what you predict, yeah. Chibs. So so Chibs, you, right. you're projecting he's he's gonna he's gonna suffer a season ending injury. No, you said he's one of the two. No, is I would happen. never predict. Yeah, I would never <laughs> predict a season ending injury. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I I'm not high on I'm not high on Tannehill. I um I just don't think he's that good. Now look, I know he had a good second second half of the last year. Um, I know because Mario to play like trash, he came in and it looked like the the White Knight. But um, I don't believe him. I don't, I just flat out I don't believe him. I think he's more of what he was in Miami than he is in the second half second half of last year. Yeah, right. what he did what he did was an anomaly last year. So until he but can they paid prove him to me that it. he can until he can prove to me that he can do what he did late last year, it, it, that was an anomaly year for him because. That's not the Ryan Tannehill that we've seen all the four years in Miami that he was there. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, while I am giving them the wild card, um, I think they got a decent enough defense to play this whole running game thing and get the, and, and get maybe that seventh uh, wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I, I don't think the offensive line is bad either. I, I, I think it's, no. a pretty, it's a pretty solid line. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 So and and obviously, I mean, Derrick Henry, they're going to win or lose with Derrick Henry, so 
I mean, that, that but he can't carry the entire team. Like, welcome to the new NFL, where one running back cannot carry the entire team without the yeah. help of his quarterback. Of period. Yeah, and and that's why, and that's where I think you know it'll be it'll be much like last year where Tannehill will sneak something in here, he'll sneak something in there, and and, and you know it'll be it'll be a, a deciding play in a game or two. Uh, Mm-hmm. I, I think, but I, I think they'll get that nine and seven. I think they'll be nine and seven. Like I'm sitting here looking at their standings from last year. I think they'll be nine and seven again this year. Right. Yeah. That's that's possible. And I and I think one thing that at least they got going for them, and I, I mentioned this to Maestro a few times, is that at least they didn't have to turn over, you know, a, a large portion of the roster so that they could pay Ryan Tannehill. At least mm-hmm. they were able to keep some of the guys that help Tannehill be what he was last year. Well, much, well, well, oh, let me add on to this, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Adding to Davion Clowney does not make that team markedly better. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. Like, oh my God, we got you Davion Clowney, blah, blah, blah. That's great. You got you Davion Clowney because you were willing to pay him the most. That's the only reason you got you Davion Clowney. You signed somebody for $15 million for one year that likes to take plays off, is not a team guy, and is just chasing yep. money. He does not make that team markedly better, period. Yes, he will be playing for another huge contract. However, to Davion Clowney, we have already seen his, season, uh, his ceiling. You're not what? going to get an elite pass right uh, now. You, yeah. ooh, ooh, you, you about to have you about to have some people on your timeline from my show. Cause the, yeah, the, yeah. So you got people that swear about the Davion Clowney, and that's the, that's all I've been saying. It's just come like find me on he's Twitter good. at late round corner. Like come yeah. find me on Twitter, and I will school you on that at late round yeah. corner. Find me on yeah. Twitter. We'll have this fight. Yeah, we we got we got a certain part of the fan base that swears on Jadavion Clowney, but I, I do got to ask you this, Chibs. So. When I when I look at Jadavion Clowney, right, and you know I had this conversation with a, a friend of mine a while back about him, and sometimes like when you watch him with the Texans, like I felt like there were times where they would just rush him versus just you know keeping him in the flat, you know keeping him in the intermediate because I feel like Jadavion Clowney is at his best when. You know, he's covering the tight end or he's sitting back, you know, not going after the passer every, you know, down. Right. Um, he's what, a run and cover guy. He's not a pure pass rusher. Right. And everyone thinks that he's going to somehow turn into like this double digit sack guy because he is in Tennessee. Like he's not. He's his ceiling is nine and a half sacks. Like you right. might get to 10. Sure. Like make a liar out of me with 10 sacks. Great. I, but he's not going to be like uh, who was the kid on the Bucks that had like nineteen and a half sacks Shaq last Barrett. season? Shaq Barrett. He's not going to be Shaq Barrett, boys. Mm-hmm. Like you know yeah. what you're getting, Jadavion Clowney. It's a high floor, low ceiling, perfect. Not worth fifteen million dollars. Yeah, not worth fifteen million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, when I we was having this conversation, Trey, we we was talking about more like in the ten million dollar rank when we was having this conversation with Jadavion Clowney. He's like a ten right. ten million dollar guy, second tier. I give him twelve. Yeah. Million for sure. Yeah. yeah. But that's my ceiling. But it goes to show you what the Seahawks even, you know, felt about him. Like, I felt like they wanted him. They just didn't want him at what Tennessee paid him. Correct. So, but I agree. I think he's, I think Jadavion Clowney's at his best when he's covering the tight ends. He has the speed to do that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, AFC West, and um, I think we all agree 
I don't mean to go for y'all, but <laughs> I think we all agree that <laughs> yeah. the Chiefs yeah. are going to win the AFC West, hands down. Do we have the, anybody coming out of the wild card? I know a lot I, of people no. have been high on the Broncos. No, no, I'm not high on the Broncos. I'm not I'm high, high on, on the, the Broncos, but I'm not high enough to where I think they come out. Uh, you know what? Yeah, give me them for the wild card now that I think about it. <laughs> Ha, ha, yeah, ha, nah. Ha. I'm, I'm not high on anybody else in that division. Like the Chargers, um, eh. The Raiders, eh. Listen, Philip Lindsay, Cortland Sutton, like, give me all of that. Van Jefferson is going to be good. Like, their yeah. defense yeah. is retooled and healthy. And give Melvin Gordon is there. Yeah, like I said, so Philip Lindsay and Cortland Sutton. <laughs> uh, what, Melvin Gordon? Listen, it's going to be Jerry running Judy? back by Is that what you like, want to give me? Jerry Judy too, like but th- that running good, back though. is going to be that running back thing is going to be running back by committee, man. Like yeah. Melvin Gordon had a terrible mm-hmm. camp. Uh he's not the Melvin Gordon we used to know. Uh as sad as that may sound to some of us that have watched him over his career. Uh I think Philip Lindsay is still the back in Denver. Mm. Yeah, I I I tend to agree with you. Um, I've been high on Philip Lindsay ever since two years ago. I watched him scorch the Steelers, and it looked like he was running like it looked like a video game the way he was running on us. Correct. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been high on him ever since then. Um, I think he's the guy. I do think he's the guy. I think I do think Melvin Gordon is going to have to uh, live with that secondary role. I think that cat from LSU at wide receiver is going to be a beast. Um, maybe not. Th- yeah, maybe not mm-hmm. this year. Uh, Jerry Judy isn't from LSU. Out of out of Bama. I'm sorry. Um, you were thinking of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I was thinking of Jefferson. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be a beast. Uh, at least he's at least going to have DK Metcalf numbers this year, and that DK Metcalf had in his rookie year, uh, and and that'll be a good start. Um, I don't know. I don't. I know everybody high on Cortland Sutton. And I, I've heard this Cortland Sutton. I, I'm still holding out on Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton though. I think he's Why? at best the number two receiver at best. Uh, Why? I, he he just don't he just don't. I mean, I watched him. I watched him a couple games. He just don't move the needle for me. He just, it's no, it's nothing X and O's wise. He just don't. I just watch him play and say like, yeah, he good, but he don't he don't move the needle for me. You want me to give you some numbers? I'm uh, sure. I I'm, I'm sure my platform will love some numbers. Okay, so in 2018, right, he had an 8.3 drop percent. He had seven drops on the season on just 84 targets. Okay. He cut that number in half in 2019. On 124 targets, he put up over 1,100 yards. He also put up a 97.2 passer rating. He only had uh, five drops on, what, twice the targets? Mm-hmm. His drop rate went down to 4%. And instead of causing five interceptions in 2018 he caused one in 2019 he is your prototypical x wide receiver he has some speed to him he has the strength he can take the jump balls i don't know how he doesn't move the needle for you because he can run all the routes his hands are solid like yeah yeah. Yeah, I don't got no X's and O's. I, I, I'm clearing it. I, I just I watched him play. I watched him play a few games last year because um, you know obviously we've had a lot of time to watch old games this year. And um, and yeah, I mean, look, they showed old Broncos games from last no, year. I'm, I'm, 
no, no, no. I watch YouTube, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, no, I yeah, I watch a lot. I watch a lot. I've watched a lot. I mean, when I the number of like you know the you know on a tangent, you know these conversations that we mean you've been having about how I don't feel like I need cable no more, and you know I need you to cut the board. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, but it's not because I watch a whole lot of TV chips. It's because I watch a whole lot of YouTube. Right. I watch a lot of freaking YouTube. Like I watch. Uh, I mean, and it, it, it's it's just too much content. I watch a lot of freaking YouTube. Like it's it's crazy. So in my in my in my YouTube travels, um, I, I've come across some. I've come across a few Bronco games just to have just to have a conversation, just to you know for shits and giggles when I ain't doing nothing better. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying as far as. What he's been statistically, because I'm aware of what he's done statistically. Um, not necessarily because, yeah, and I'm I'm sure you know this about me. About now, you ain't never going to hear me refute you on uh, drop percentages and 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 <laughs> like that ain't that's that what ain't, I do, man. Yeah, right, right. You ain't yeah. never going to hear me refute you on that. You could lie to me, and I'd be like, oh, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> that ain't, that's just not what I do. I look, I look at it. I look at a player. I take their you know their basic stats and say, hmm. Yeah, he good, but is he gonna be that? That I, I don't see. I see it more in Judy than I see it in Cortland Sutton, and I Judy's get that good too. But yeah. here's the thing: a team can have two number one wide receivers. Minnesota did it until they yeah. traded away Stephon Diggs. Yeah, but then, but but even then, but even when you talked about having two number ones, like um, I always get this conversation in Dallas that um, you know, with Gallup and uh, Amari Cooper having a, a thousand yards, people tell me all the time that if Michael Gallup goes anywhere else, he's a number one receiver. I don't per se agree with that. No, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, I don't know that Cortland Sutton is in. Uh, I guess statistically he is. I don't I got know. You. I know I what know. you're saying, yeah, and I have I an argument already. I'm ready. Okay, but uh, so the what, whole, the hold on. I'm sorry. Let me cut you off in case nobody didn't know what I was about to say. I don't know if Cortland Sutton goes everywhere. Cortland Sutton goes everywhere in the NFL, and he's a number one guy. Here's the thing, though. Cortland Sutton doesn't have anybody taking the attention off of him, and is still putting those numbers up. All right. So let's go to Michael Gallup. Right. He has Amari Cooper right. on the other side. Let's mm-hmm. go to Calvin Ridley in Atlanta. Calvin Ridley is not a number one wide receiver if he goes somewhere else because he yeah. has. Julio Jones on the other yeah, side. I don't believe let's, that either, too. I don't believe that either. Let's take it to Pittsburgh, where everyone swore up and down that Juju Smith-Schuster was the number one wide receiver. Antonio on. Brown left. Still Antonio Brown left. And Juju Smith-Schuster turned into Trash. Exactly. Trash last year. Now, granted, he what? did play with shitty quarterbacks. All right. All right. So maybe, all right. We see, maybe we see an improvement from Juju Smith-Schuster. However... You go into his deeper stats, all right? A number one wide receiver will turn shitty quarterbacks better. Look at what DeAndre Hopkins did with that rotating pile of shit that he had at quarterback in Houston until Deshaun Watson came along. True wide receiver ones will make the play of the quarterback better. Drew Locke is not an overwhelmingly good quarterback. Cortland Sutton made him better. I hear you. Mm. That's your metric. That's how you tell. I hear you. Uh, I hear you. I'm going to have to watch the season to see if that's, like, for real, for real. Well, no, look, look, um, I'll be watching. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. We got, I think we got, I think we got Denver, like, week two or week three. So, we'll, we'll, we shall see. Uh, Correct. All right. All right. That's what's up. 
right now. Uh, AF North. Um, um, hold on, uh, and I, I wish I would have not, not really hold on, but I, I, I don't. Uh, we agreed. What uh, chips? Who you got? And you got Chiefs and nobody else, right? Chiefs and Broncos. Chiefs and Broncos. Okay. Right. Um, I got Chiefs. Trey, you got Chiefs. Um, yep. And nobody else. Right. I got Houston in the South. I got Houston and Tennessee. And in the East, I got New England and Buffalo. Okay, I just wanted to. So make since sure we're I'm... going to the since we're going to the North, I would like to point out. Yep. I have the Bills in one wild card spot. Mm-hmm. I have uh-huh. the Titans in another, and I have the Broncos in a third, which essentially means. Oh, I saw. I, 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 I saw it a long time ago. I, I laughed when you said the Broncos. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed me laugh when you said the Broncos. I was because I was like. Wow, they, we're gonna do this. All right, already, we'll do, already, <laughs> we'll do this. So already. here we are. Here we are. Yep, here um, we are. Here we are. Go ahead, Maestro. The Pittsburgh Steelers are winning the division. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers are winning the division. Now you have the kids running out here trying to see what I'm screaming about. The Listen, Pittsburgh Steelers. The only- the only thing the Pittsburgh Steelers are winning is the award for being stupid enough to think that Ben Roethlisberger is going to make it through the season healthy. Ben Roethlisberger will make it through the season this year. <laughs> I'd be yeah. shocked if he makes it through the first quarter of the season. Oh, man. I'm, I'm confident that he'll make – I'm confident that he won't miss more than three games. You want a side bet on that? Yeah, we can side bet on that. I'm confident he won't miss more than three games this year. Okay, I'll take the over on that. Yeah, um, what about you? 20. Over under three games, Trey. Um, uh, you know what? Three games that that he th- misses three games. Uh, he won't miss three games. You know, you know what? I'll I I go over. I go over just by one. I think he misses four. Okay. Okay. So All the right. bet is so the bet is twenty five bucks. So if you win, you get fifty. If we win, you pay us each twenty five. Twenty five, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hip. No yeah. Doubt. Um, no doubt. Yeah, I, yeah. One hundred percent. Pittsburgh still wins the division. We are, we are top. He keeps saying top three. I'm tired of being humble. We have the best defense in the game right now. Nah. Right. Nah. <laughs> right now. Nah, man. I'm not being humble no more. We uh, been. How much have you had to drink tonight? I have I had cucumber water, sir. That's it. I'm skip Bayless with Something the Something that cucumber water. I cucumber water. I had cucumber water and I had a delicious cheese and vegetable pizza. That's what I had today. And I'm telling you, Pittsburgh cheese and well, vegetable. Cheese and vegetable is delicious. That's it was, probably what fucked you up. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, so yeah, I got I got Pittsburgh winning division. I look, is it partly, um, you know. Tourism? Yeah, all that. Yeah, about ninety-seven. It's all homerism. Yeah. No, it's not all. It's not all. It's but, all um, homerism. Listen, but, listen. Your number one, quote unquote, number one defense couldn't stop Robert Griffin III and his merry band of backups. All right, like let's calm it down a little. Well, we, we 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 first of all we bench people and we were, like we knew we weren't going nowhere for real. Like and we had Duck Hodges. the playoffs. I mean, I was gonna say yeah, y'all but, y'all you know, y'all got, was playing for the playoffs. We wasn't. Yeah, we were, but we weren't for real. Like who? who you see wait, the quarterback? Who, wait, who plays like, like that? Hold on, hold on. You you always talking about go hard, or go home with your Steelers. 
that was a playoff situation for Pittsburgh. I don't, I don't never say that. I don't and even talk like that. But um, I can pull up an old recording where you actually said that. Go hard or go home. I've never said that. I don't even talk like that. That's just it was either either the last episode that I was on with you guys or the one before that. I think it was preseason 2019. You said something very similar. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't use that terminology. But okay. and, and really, um, I'm really, I'm paraphrasing. But yeah, okay, I, he, I, I was just he, being facetious. But um, all that to say, all that to say is best defense in the league. Ben Roethlisberger coming back. He gonna be alright. He gonna be alright. When he gonna be alright? Look, I, I got faith in, in James Conner. I got faith in Juju. The two most injured players outside of Ben Roethlisberger last year. I want. I know. I know all the things that are about to be said. And I don't believe in Lamar. I don't believe Lamar Jackson is gonna take the next step. I think he's. I think he regresses this year. In what I think way? he regresses. This year. In what um, way? I think I think the t- I think the tape is out. I think the tape is out. So he better be he better be just as bad. Last year, the tape was out in the end of 2018. Correct. I don't think the tape was out. I don't think the tape was out last year. Eight games of tape. The tape was out. Yeah, the tape was out. The end of 2018. I think I think that I think in Tennessee and I think Tennessee showed it and how they played them on defense. That just like the Chargers did in 2018. No, 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 no. See, I don't. I don't. Nah, they showed it differently. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't count the charges. I, I just think Lamar Jackson was young and didn't show up. I, and let's be clear, I think Lamar Jackson is still a beast, young. Nah, but he, this is this, this is different. This MVP year he just had, this is different from his rookie season. What he did last still year, still young though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he, correct it different because it was an entire season and it was a team built around him. In 2018, he took a team that was built for Joe Flacco, had Gus Edwards as a starting running back, and took it from what four and five to the postseason. One hundred percent. So Chibs, and let me ask you a question. One, he let also me... had a two to one touchdown to interception ratio in two thousand eighteen, his first time throwing an NFL football. Like So Chibs, <laughs> let me ask you something. So you watched the playoff game against the Titans. I, I actually yeah. went to the game, me and my wife went to the game, and the one thing that I took from that loss was that offensively, Greg Roman called that game differently than he had in any other regular season games. 71 dropbacks. Yeah. yeah. That's not and, okay. And not just that. Not just the number Why of dropbacks. Not just the number of dropbacks. But the fact that they kept throwing on first down. When all Correct. season, they were running a ball on first down. They were running a ball on second down. You know, they, they didn't just, you know, do that. They came out and was like, all right, we're going we gonna to throw the ball. Correct. And let me get back on my, let me get back on my, yeah. So we're not going to act like, we're we not going to act like week four didn't happen. You mean week four before they had linebackers and before they had Marcus, Marcus Peters? Peters? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about how we played. The offense on defense. How the Steelers play Lamar Jackson on defense? Yeah, but it wasn't. It, it, but it wasn't just the Steelers that played them tough. The Niners played them tough. Right. The Bills, the played, Bills them played them tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Steelers, you know, did anything like that. Some of the other teams that we played during that run didn't do. 
if we had a if we had if we had a better quarterback that year, we win. If we had a better quarterback week four, we win that game. Well, Juju fumbled the ball, and you know, if we had Mar- a better quarterback, via Marlon Humphrey, we, had, we have a better quarterback that that we have a better quarterback in week four, we win that game. You're you're projecting an assumption, is what uh, you're doing. You have no what, way of knowing that. Because that. look, if you have a better quarterback, right, then, uh. Where was I going with this? If you have a better quarterback, then the Ravens prepare differently. If the Ravens prepare differently, who's to say that they don't step up to the challenge of facing Ben Roethlisberger? Because they trash. They tra- yeah, fourteen and two. Fourteen and trash. two. Lamar Jackson's fourteen. Lamar Jackson's fourteen. Look, I ain't about to do no whole bunch of talking. You're doing a whole bunch of talking. You Pittsburgh started this. Still is, Pittsburgh still is for the division. I do give uh, Baltimore the number one wild card. One hundred percent, but Pittsburgh still is division. Let's get it. Well, look, look. I I, I think the Steelers make the playoffs, but they are not <laughs> under no circumstances. They are not winning the AFC North. I see y'all. I see y'all in December, man. Um. Yeah. What, what, For what week seventeen? Like week seventeen? <laughs> is that when we play we y'all? Come back. No. no, we, yeah. no the last I'm just time they see us is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All Thanksgiving. Right. Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right. All right. Yo, for so real, when we, it, the conversation not, in December is going to be, you know, what I mean, I, I look, I ain't, I ain't gonna flex though. I, I just hear what I'm saying. Yo, I'm gonna man, take if, heed, man. If we wasn't in a pandemic, man, I'd be like, yo, let, let's go cop some tickets, man. <laughs> yeah, cause I, just, I ain't going to no, I ain't going to no football games. I ain't in there. I think CBS Sports just crashed. That's cool. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to no football games this year, though. And, and you know, you know, we played the Redskins in Washington this year, Landover this year, uh-huh. and uh, and I'm sorry, we played the football team in Landover this year. And yeah, uh, watch racist mouth. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. The racism is just unbelievable on this show tonight. Yo, so um, no, no, let me let y'all finish our AFC North points because I'm gonna ask you about the football team's off season. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. But yeah, listen, man, I, I got the Ravens winning the AFC North, man. Um, I think Lamar is going to take a you know a huge step, and you might and you're not going to see it so much in the touchdown numbers and the interception numbers. I think you're going to see him improve in terms of um, the types of throws that he makes during the game. Um, you know, him not running as much as he normally did last year. I, I think he throws a little bit more than what he did. And, you know, if, if people want to say, oh, they got to run him until, you know, until it don't work out. Well, hell no. I want Lamar Jackson for 15 years on this team. And if I want him for 15 years on this team, then at some point, Lamar Jackson is going to have to adapt to being able to make those throws when we need those throws to be made. So which I think does? he takes. You mean the ones think, from the pocket? of which he had a nearly perfect passer rating last year and completed 28 of his 36 passing touchdowns. Well, Those I'm throws? not I'm not talking about throws from the pocket per se. I'm talking about like throwing outside the numbers. You know. He threw outside the numbers just fine last year. His problem well, is the deep passing. Look, Chibs, you got the numbers, man. The numbers. I'm not I'm not trying to debate you on numbers, Chibs. I'm I'm just telling you I'm just telling you yeah, what my eyes I like see. the division I like the division amongst Ravens fans. That's what I'm enjoying. I, I I like the I'm I'm talking about what I see with my eyes. Like I think those types of throws outside the numbers, I think he could be better at that. That's all I'm Correct. saying. Correct downfield. 
<laughs> okay. Whatever, man. He puts a 116 passer rating, throwing outside the numbers up to 25 yards last year. Like, I gonna, you can't I think, get much better than that. I think we were scared. I think a lot of defenses were scared he was going to run too, though. I think they played him a little. I think they played him a little, little, little scary. So now they're not going to play him a little scary, and then he's going to run. Like, you I, can't win. Like either he's going to pass on you with his with Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown and hopefully an improved Miles Boykin and Devin Duvernay, who had the lowest drop rate of any wide receiver in the draft class last year, or James Prochet, who Willie is Sneed, a sneaky man. option at that's block. the that's or the Willie good Sneed, man. Or Willie Sneed, who ha- who posted uh, or who gave Lamar Jackson 119 passer rating when targeted last year, like you or Nick Boyle, who came on strong last year. Finally, like you have all of these options. And if you're playing the receivers, then you're taking guys out of the box. And if you're taking guys out of the box, you have Lamar Jackson, you have Mark Ingram, you have Patrick Ricard, you have JK Dobbins, you have Gus Edwards, even justice Hill came on strong at the end of it. Like, who are you going to stop? Like, how do you want this shoved down your throat? If you ask me, I'd rather him throw. If you're asking me, of course you would. Of course, yeah, you would I'd rather. rather I'd rather you shouldn't it. though, because your best wide res- or your best cornerback is fucking Joe Hayden. Hey, Joe Hayden put numbers up, and Steve Nelson. Joe Hayden up. and Steve Nelson put numbers up because you had one of the better pass rushes in the league. They are. If you look at them, they're not good cornerbacks. That ain't gonna change. That 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 ain't gonna change much. Yes, it will. Not this year. Yes, it will. Not this year. Yes, it will. T.J. Watt still going crazy. Bud Dupree still T.J. going Watt, crazy. You mean the guy that Lamar Jackson told the fuck off and shoved down to the ground? Yeah, that that's fine. That the same guy. Could, the one that couldn't get past Ronnie Stanley? Bud we'll Dupree see. who couldn't make it past Orlando Brown? We, we shall see. We a good. Yo. We a good. Yo, we, we, we got to watch. We a good. Yeah, we, we got to watch some games, man. Like, I don't know if it's Zoom or what, or Skype or whatever, but we we going to have to get together, watch some games this year, man. Because I'm tired of all the hate on my team, man. Look, look, watch, no, watching... no, let's not call it hate. Let's not call it hate. And, 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 and Trey, you know I've been going through this all last year. <laughs> Like rooting for the Ravens, and I don't like the Ravens. I've been going through this all last year. I was the one. Like, yo, Lamar Jackson is. Well, the MS. you rooted for Lamar. I don't think you necessarily yeah. rooted for the Ravens. You rooted for right, Lamar. Well, that's well. Okay. Well, let me be. Let me be precise. That stands. I root for Lamar Jackson, and that's only when he's not playing the Steelers. So, um, hey, give me some credit, man. I, this is not a hate. This is not a hate thing. Well, I'm not just I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about like people in the media. Like I I, I just watched. I hate um, Lamar Jackson in the media. I ain't huh? never heard that. All right, well, a well, lot of people. What? A shit ton I'm, of people hate Lamar Jackson in the media. Let I, me ask you a question. Take your team fandom out of it, okay? No. So you're going to yes. So you're <laughs> going to field the Steelers are going to field Juju Smith Schuster, Deontay, whatever the fuck, Chase Claypool. Chase, okay, yeah, the fucking less talented Miles Boykin, got it, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. James Washington, right? Mm-hmm. The Ravens are going to field Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Tavon Young, Jimmy Smith. They don't scare me. Jimmy Smith don't scare me. Tavon Young don't scare me. I give I give respect to Marlon Humphrey, but those corners don't scare uh, me. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters? Marcus Peters don't scare me. 
You mean the number two cover corner in the league last year? It don't scare me. No, ben the guy with the most scared. interceptions. The guy with the most, the most interceptions, interceptions coming that, in into the league. You don't scare me. Yeah, you don't scare me. You didn't take your Marlon, out of it. Marlon Humphreys. I give. I give. I give respect to Marlon Humphreys. I. I even respect Marcus Peters' game. They don't scare me though. They don't scare Against me. Those wide receivers. They absolutely should. They don't scare me. I got a savvy quarterback, man. You have an old, fat, beat-up uh, quarterback. Hey, man. Look, hey, he, Yo, he, he, he one hit away. away, Maestro. He's one hit away. Everybody's one hit away. Nah, the but he really one hit fall. away. Everybody's, everybody's one hit away. He's really one hit away. <laughs> well, the Ravens are going to go 13-3 and three and win the division, so. So, so Chibs. So, okay, so you got the Steelers missing the playoffs again, right? Correct. Okay. I ain't gonna hold you. Okay. Yeah. I, I, no, I, no, I'm I get not. A, I get a Steelers respect. They'll they'll make the wild card. I'll put out a whole article about it. Don't test me. No, I, I I'd read it. You're gonna have to because I'm gonna tag you in it. <laughs> that don't mean I gotta read it. <laughs> you know how many people tag me and shit. I never read it. <laughs> All right. All right. Ooh. So so. Maestro, you wanted to talk about the Washington football team. Oh, I just want to ask Chibs how he felt about the Washington football's offseason. Um, I've been slacking on my on my tweeting Dan Snyder because it's been a rough, uh, a busy week. I ain't going to say rough, but a busy week. But uh, I, I just wanted to hear your take on it, man. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, you got nothing to say. I thought something facetious was coming. Oh, you want my take on it? Yes, I want your take on it. How do you feel about the Washington football team's offseason? I don't think it was great, man. Like, if if Earl Thomas thinks he had a rough offseason, like, maybe he needs to have a conversation with Dan Snyder. Like, this is a team that is nearly devoid of talent with, like, one player of any real note. Like, and that one player that I think is good hasn't even taken a snap in the NFL at this time. Like, nothing about that team should scare either one of the Steelers or the Ravens or literally anyone that they Everybody face. in the East. <laughs> like, the best option they had at quarterback is coming off of an injury that should have cost him his leg. Yeah. Like, mm. nothing about the Washington football team is impressive to me except for Chase Young. Mm. I was well. I was talking about the. I was talking about the Dan Snyder scandals. Yeah, I thought you was going to talk nah. about. All I the want stuff the dirt. Women and I the, want you know, the, the sexual harassment. Nah, see, Nana, I mean, are, see, are, see, are we surprised? See, Nana, no uh, surprise, surprise, one hundred percent, no, no. Am I? Well, let me say, let me say what I'm surprised in. Um, I'm not surprised that it's going on. That's not what I'm surprised in. I'm surprised in the ignorance as to how this all snowfalled from uh uh the first case in let me say uh april i think is the earliest um the earliest before the snowball fell because we know about um the whole hawaii trip and all that we knew about that years ago but um whenever that person put that that article in the washington post this year it has all kind of snowfall from there and everybody's coming out and his name is being plugged in with Epstein and, and, you know, then, you know, they're cutting Geist because Geist is out here acting crazy. And, uh, it, it just goes on and on. Like the only, the only, uh, I guess bright spot in the story is about Alex Smith and I, and, you know, let me be clear. I'll praise him for his attempts to get back into the, uh, his attempts, 
uh, to getting back on the field and his, you know, and for what it seems like he's at least back on the field in a, a secondary role. Kudos. But this team should have been on hard knocks with all the drama they had going on. Correct. Yeah. And I don't know, Chibs, if you watched that documentary on Alex Smith, um, if you can take gory stuff, by all means, watch it. But if you can't, I, I wouldn't do it at all. What's that? Of course I can. Oh, uh, I can't. I just watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maestro couldn't watch it, but I don't. Um, I, I don't. I don't do all that. But man, um, man, much props to Alex Smith, bro. And I and I Not would advise year, him. Man. And mm-hmm. I, I and I would advise him personally, like, bro, just, just just take your millions, man, and and don't play football no more. I I know I know you you know I know you tough I know you you know what I'm saying want to get back at it but after you watching can't tell what a guy I watched like Alex Smith to just take his millions and go like you can't yeah. do it there's, it's, yeah. there's a deeper primal need sure. to prove sure. to himself and prove to everybody else that he can do it sure mm-hmm. I, I I get it mm-hmm. I get it but man that that that's that stuff I watched in the documentary bro uh, and Dan Snyder still the team man. Sell the team, Dan Snyder. I, I look. Sell the team, man. That's what I would like for you to do. James Dolan too. James and Woody Johnson. And Woody Johnson too. And uh, the Roonies. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> That's why I don't like when you come on this show. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what I want to talk about. I guess we could just kind of, you know, transition into basketball. I do want right, to talk I'm about this. I'm out on that. Note. What's up? I actually, I actually am out on that note. Yeah, I have a, uh, I have my 17th fantasy football draft to get to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, and I have been, I honestly have not been paying attention to the NBA this year anyway, so I would okay. not provide anything of worth to this conversation. Right. I mean, hell, you don't have provide no worth on the Steelers conversation anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's rich coming from right. the Steelers fan. Well, well, get the, get the hell Good on out six. of here, man. But nah, seriously, <laughs> tell, tell, tell hey. people where they can find you at. All right. Uh, so Twitter is at late round corner. Um, hence my love of all things defensive backs. And then you can find all of my work and all of my writers' work. Uh, everybody that works for me, you can find it on neutralzoneinfraction.com or on Twitter at NZI Properties. And that's it. Hey, man, right, man, we appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, appreciate the show, you guys bro. having me on, man. We'll do it again. <laughs> we'll do it again during the season. No All doubt. All right, man. All right, see. Yeah. All right, y'all. Yeah, that was uh, Michael Telford of uh, the Neutral Zone Infraction Podcast. Make sure y'all check him out on Twitter and all that good stuff. But, uh, Maestro, I wanted to get into... Uh... I'm sorry, Trey. I'm What's sorry, up? Trey. What's up? This is, this is, like, showing on my screen, and I can't, like, ignore it. Uh-huh. Um, and, and it's not a sports, it's not a sports uh, conversation. But I'll just say it really quick, and I'll leave it alone. Okay. Uh, Sunday, September 13th, uh, the new Versus announcement oh. uh, has been announced. Ooh, okay. It, okay. Yo. Yeah, when I tell you, and I'm sorry, sports fans, if you wasn't didn't want to hear this, I'm sorry, but this is crazy. Okay, Gladys Knight versus Patty Labelle. Okay, um, this is crazy. Well, it's not what I expected. Yo, this is crazy. But I like it. Yeah, I like right, it. Okay, 
I, 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 you know, let me, let me, all right, we can get back to sports because that, we, we can, you know we, what I'm saying? Hey, we, we'll, we'll talk away from the mic about that. And look. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk away from the mic about that. But, uh, but yeah. Um, okay, Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Brooklyn Nets, um, they found their coach. Uh, apparently, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving had some input. And, you know, Steve Nash getting this coaching job and, you know, there's been a lot of uh, responses to how Steve Nash got this job. And even I saw Stephen A on TV the other day, um, you know, talking about white supremacy and, you know, how there's other cats that's, you know, kind of put in the work as assistants Mm -hmm. uh, for so many years. And, you know, they have yet to be a head coach. And then you have guys that have been doing this for so long, and uh, and I.e. Joe Dumars, who used to you know um, run the Pistons in the front office for so many years when they were successful. Mm-hmm. Sam Cassell, Sam Cassell, um, uh, just you know, just to name a few. But I guess I'll I, I want to throw it to you first, but I I, I guess I just kind of get this out the way. Um, I agree with everything that Stephen A. said in response to Steve Nash getting this job. Um, generally speaking, um, systemic racism is, is real. It, it, it's out there, um, whether it's the NFL, NBA, whatever, and, and even the NBA when they're trying to, you know, do this whole Black Lives Matter thing, and it's cool, it's a great gesture, but, you know, there's still, generally speaking, there's systemic racism, there's white supremacy, taking place um in regard to the brooklyn nets though i i i want to kind of you know pick them apart for a minute here because as much as i don't like the steve nash signing for mostly basketball reasons i I don't like this move but let's remember this was the same franchise that hired jason kidd a few years ago after jason kidd was coming off of a playoff series and got this head coaching job. Um, this was the same franchise um, many, many, many years ago. And I and I, I, I forget the guy's um, I forget the guy's name. Um, but they've they've made um, these kinds of hires where you know you'll take a guy you know coming off of a playing career and you just throw him right in there. Um, I don't. It wasn't a surprise from that standpoint, but. I don't want to I don't want to label the Nets as, you know, this was a systemic racism kind of a thing. I mean, I think generally speaking, there's that that exists. But I think the Nets um, have had a history of this happening. And just to kind of point out the other team in New York, the Knicks did the same thing with Derek Fisher years Mm -hmm. ago. Now, now Derek Fisher wasn't their first choice. I think their first choice was Steve Kerr. And I think Marv Albert said something to Steve Kerr was like, yo, that's the job you don't want. And that's how we ended up coaching Golden State and not coaching the Knicks. And so Derek Fisher just kind of fell in Phil Jackson's lap. So um, were there were there players that have been hired as coaches off the break in the past? Yes. Um, Does Steve Nash fall in that category? Yes. But I don't like. I don't like this hiring for one reason and one reason only. This team 
with Kevin Durant coming back and Kyrie Irving coming back both healthy, this is a win now team. This is a this is a championship caliber basketball team. And I'm just not sure that Steve Nash coming into this situation is the best thing for the Nets. Um well, how sure were you about it with uh, Steve Kerr after they had after Mark Jackson had put that roster together? Um, I didn't think they were a championship team because um, you okay. have to remember. Um, you think the Nets are with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and with the you know role players that they currently have on the roster? Yes, in the Eastern okay. Conference, yes. Okay. Okay. But but just but just to kind of explain the Golden State situation. I remember those first um, couple of years, those those playoff years with Mark Jackson, where I think they they upset the Nuggets in the first round, and then they got um, they got knocked out in six by the Spurs the next round, and then the following year they played the Clippers in the first round and got knocked out in seven, I believe. Um, at that point, they weren't considered a championship team until you know they did what they did in 2015. They kind of you know, took everybody by surprise in 2015. So I think that situation is a little bit different than what um, the Nets coming into next year is going to provide. Um, look, you you make valid points in every point you made. Uh, when in regards to the the racism and the systematic oppression and all that stuff that Stephen A. said, all of those points I 100% agree with. Um, I, I, I think my only retort would be, who do we know who was who was interviewed before him? Um, mm-hmm. If if uh, if somebody makes up in their mind, because the, uh, I saw a statement saying that they had Steve Nash on their radar for a long time. So if somebody has made up their mind a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, it's like, well, I right, they made up their mind. So why does you know? Un- I mean, unfortunately, why does Sam Cassell matter? Unfortunately, why does you know, all these other assistant, black assistant coaches matter if they have said for months or it's been on their board for months right. to hire Steve Nash. Uh, now, would I have liked a Sam Cassell or a Brian Shaw or whoever to, you know, get a job? Well, of course, 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but for me, and, and in this situation specifically, they said he was on their radar and their number one and number two guy signed off on it. Um, This is, if anything, it's a well-thought-out hiring, even if it's a bad hiring. Um, When it comes to, um, you know, Steve Nash not having experience, uh, I would say, look, um, this Nets team, they ain't going to need no whole bunch of, uh, I mean, obviously they need a guy who can draw plays and, you know, right. and, you know, ring in a team. But it's not like, it's not like you bringing a whole, it's not like you coming to coach a whole bunch of guys who don't know what they're here to do. Right. Like you can run this team on autopilot and they're still going to do what they do. For lack, of, for lack of a better term, this team on autopilot is still a finals contender. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, um, in the press conference, they said something to the effect of we got him here, Steve Nash here, and we're depending on his uh, expertise from running running the floor on court. We're counting on him bringing that to the, uh, you know, to the bench. Yep. 
I sound like y'all got a plan to me. Um, if it, I think I'm okay. And, and let me be clear. I'm okay with the hire. I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. I, mm-hmm. I, would it be my top hire? Probably not. Um, but if, if Greg Popovich ain't, ain't really in the running, if, uh, and you said you have a plan, your plan was to bring in Steve Nash months ago. Mm-hmm. That's what you wanted to do. At, at least you, at least I know you thought about it. And if right. I know you thought about it, it's like, all right, cool. Like, all right, I, I ain't got a problem with Steve Nash. I like Steve Nash. Um, Steve Nash is a good basketball mind. Mm-hmm. He just is. Um, I'm cool with it. Uh, look, if this fall flat to, fall flat on his face, then then they'll get the smoke for falling flat on their face. But one thing I can say um, – with hiring Kenny Atkinson, um, they didn't. They haven't made too many bad decisions, right? They had. They just haven't. Um, right. They've they've hired. They've they've hired good coaches. They bought in. They've drafted good players. They've developed good players. And to the point where you got you know out of two of the top ten players in the league, possibly that wanted to come mm-hmm. with you know with a DeAndre Jordan and still have Karis LeVert and Dinwiddie on your team. Uh, they are clearly doing something right in that market, and they are clearly this hire says what this hire speaks to me. They trying to dethrone the Knicks. That's what it speaks to me. It speaks volumes, and I'm not mad at it. I'm I'm just not mad at it. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned Kenny Atkinson, and I was gonna bring his name up when I was talking about the whole white supremacy thing, and I think a I think another reason why I'm kind of taking the take that I'm taking is because if we're, if we're just, and I'm, again, I'm just talking about the nets. I'm not talking about the league as a whole. I'm not talking about, um, the commissioner's office or, you know, the people in higher ups. I'm strictly talking about the Brooklyn nets here. If we're going to say that this, you know, the situation with the nets is white supremacy, then I got to tell you, Kenny Atkinson certainly didn't <laughs> you know, take advantage of it because, I mean, you had people throwing their hands up like what, you know, what the hell the Nets were doing when they fired him, you know, in the middle of the season when this guy didn't even have the opportunity to coach the superstars. I mean, he, had, right. he slightly had Kyrie for a few games, but look, for the most part, he didn't have those two guys to coach. And already he was out the door mid-season. Now, Jock Vaughn did a great job with them, um, you know, kind of entering the bubble in the games that they played. But, I mean, they, they kind of, I thought they did Kenny Atkinson a little dirty there. Um, this is called a superstar hire. This right. is called a, you right. know, a PR hire. And if if he can if he can get this team to the conference finals, with a healthy Kevin Durant, healthy mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, you know, this team, you know, at 100% uh 100% strength. Yep. That's enough. That's really enough. And then and then and then come the higher expectations where we want, you know, finals and you know, rings, but this time next year we're talking about them being deep in the playoffs. Yep. Is this a bad hire still? Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? So for me, of course. Of course, it's not a bad hire if all that if all that happens. So, um, you know, I'm cool with it. I, I, I'm I'm cool with it. I don't got a problem with it. Uh, like I said, 
Um, I am interested to see if they um, interviewed somebody else just for my namesake. But like I said, it seems like they wanted something to shake the establishment. It's right. not like nobody. It's not like nobody coming coming off of this and saying Steve Nash is a racist piece of you know what. They right. saying they're saying he's a good guy. Their two top players are you know vouching for the dude. Like yeah, we you know we cool with this with this move. It's it's right. for me. Everybody seems to be in line with everybody in the organization seems to be in line with this move. I at this point it's just and like all right, this, and not that this matters and it and it doesn't make a difference and I'm not sure if you knew this, but Steve Nash is the um godfather of RJ Barrett. I'm I'm not sure if you knew that, but I don't I mean to say that just to, you know, make a point about him not being racist or anything like that, but that that was just the point there. But um but here's the other reason why I'm kind of I didn't I didn't go off tangent like you know most people did about the hire, and the one reason I say that is because there's still three other coach openings still out there. You still got the Pacers job because Nate McMillan got let go, um, which I thought was some bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, you still got the Sixers job. Um, Brett Brown got fired, and that was rightfully so. Yeah. And, and you still got the Pelicans job where um who's the coach? Um Gentry. Gentry. Yeah, Gentry. Um they you know they decided Bullshit. to part ways, which I, I, I thought was, was BS. So you still got three openings and I would I would like to hope that at least two of those three openings you see some black men represented in that role. I mean yeah. I mean I mean who who doesn't want Nick McMillan? Like I would have, I would have copped this dude right off the block if if I knew that somebody was gonna, you know, cut him. You Why know, you know what I'm saying? Man, like he a hooker or something. Well, I don't mean it like that. But. <laughs> Cop but, this nigga but, off the block like he a motherfucking drug deal. But 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 y'all y'all get what I'm saying. But yeah, I, I just hope that um, two of these three spots, at, at the very least, the two of these three spots. Um, gets filled with some black coaches because yeah. there's, there's not I many of them in there. the league. I agree with you there. So we'll we'll see what happens with those jobs. And you know, congrats to Steve Nash. Um, I'm not sure about it just yet. We'll see what happens. And I think um, somebody had a question in here. I, I think it was uh, BS3 uh, Radio. What's good, man? Um, he was What's asking why um, what qualified Steve Nash to get the job. And I guess it's the same question you can ask for a lot of coaches in the past. Jason Kidd, well, Derek Fisher. What well, did they do? <laughs> let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. He's probably not qualified for the job. I'm not disagreeing with uh, any of those points that Stephen A. made about, you know, this doesn't happen for a black coach and right. all of those things. I have no argument there. Mm-hmm. What I'll say is, is that it seems as if the Nets have this had this process planned and thought out. Right. And if you had the process planned and thought out, I, and, and you got your two top black players, the uh, two top not only black players but players on your team and in the league, yep. to say, "All right, I'm cool with it." I right, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's At the end of the happens. day, that's it. Let's let's see how this thing shapes out to be. And this is good for PR. This is just good for PR. Steve Nash hire is just good for PR. Um, this is a like I said, this team has so much talent when one hundred percent healthy. So this, so you know, the hope 
the hope is is that Steve Nash don't have to know, you know, Greg Popovich level coaching. You know what I'm saying? That's the um right. So so it's just like, all right, let's roll the dice and see what happens because let's let, let's be clear. In a team that's trying to overtake another, you know, major team in New York, if this team wins the chip with these players and this coach, mm-hmm. that's a strong punch in the stomach of the New York Knicks. I'm not saying it's going to take, you know, that's going to give them the mantle, mm-hmm. but that's a strong punch in the stomach of the New York Knicks. And the yeah. New York Knicks now, pay, the, the Patriots are now looking at the Knicks like, man, look what they put together in, you know, in mm-hmm. this time. Right. Yeah, I don't know that the Nets will ever knock the Knicks off the mantle as far as, like, the the basketball team in the area. I don't know that that'll ever happen. If I'm a Knicks fan, I'm hoping this works out for the Nets. I'm hoping it works out for the Nets and it puts pressure on James Dolan to either uh, make some changes or say, you know what, I'm not equipped to do this job, which, of course, that's a you know a, a, a unreasonable wish. Well, you already knew my stance on it when Durant and Kyrie went to the Nets. I gave the Nets props. Um, I I had no issue with the Knicks not getting those two guys. Um, it's not that much of a rivalry to me, anyway, or at least you know me growing up. Um, it's certainly Knicks not fan, a basketball rivalry. It's not a, right. It's 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 not a basketball rivalry. Like, but I do when, think it's a real estate rivalry. It's uh okay. That that's a good. I do that's think a good, it's a Wall Street rather, rather, that's rather, a, that's rather. That's a good terminology that. to use there. Yeah. It's a, it's a real estate rivalry at this point, kind of like Clippers and Lakers. I mean, yeah. You want to talk about a real estate rivalry? I mean, they both play in the same building, so you, you know you already know that. Um, let me say what up to uh, Vince Wright in the chat room. Uh, we got J Ron, also got H Rab B. Uh, appreciate everybody here in the chat. Sad. So, um. We we don't got much time, man. I I kind of want to get to these games, but I I think you and I know where we kind of stand at. You know where these series is about to end here. Um, it, it's it's a wrap for the Bucks. I think uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're actually down um by nine points here. So, and Greek Freak is not playing. Didn't play, correct? Yeah, yeah. Greek Freak is set out this one. So yeah, it, it, it it's a wrap for the Bucks here, and it could be a wrap for him playing in Milwaukee if not next season then you know the season after that where he's a free agent um he, he could be up out of there yeah maybe yeah maybe it's possible. Uh, um well i i'll tell you i'll tell you what um if they are uh, eliminated in five we will take the necessary time next week to lay into um to lay into Greek Freak, no homo. Um, and we will officially dethrone that name. And I'm we, not, we yeah, I'm not calling him that no yeah, more. We'll, we, he'll officially be called Giannis. I, Giannis. We, will, we will have a nice celebration, a, not celebration, but a nice ceremony. Because I don't want this dude to not be successful. But look, at this point, you got outplayed by Jimmy Butler, bruh. Yeah. And, 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 and really, it just comes down to toughness. Jimmy yeah. Butler is a tougher basketball player than Giannis is. I mean, and, look, and, and and look, at this point, we got a question. Is Jimmy Butler just a better basketball player than Giannis Antetokounmpo? I don't think Forget he's a better. Forget just toughness. I don't think he's a better basketball player. I'm not ready to go that route yet. I'm not even ready to pose that question, I should say. I am. So. I you, am, but I uh, hear you. You, yeah, you, you you could do it all you want. Uh, I'm I'm not ready to go down that road yet. At the end of the at the end of the day, Giannis still got the skills. 
You know, is he missing a jump shot? Yeah. Is he is he missing that? You don't shoot a better jump shot, and we keep giving him the props for this defensive player of the year, but keep it a buck. I mean, is he really that good at defense when he he ain't ready to strap up the number one guy? Mm -hmm. The only defense I have of Giannis is the roster. Um. Cause I I don't think it's a championship roster. I, I I think you you need a number two, bruh. At the end of the day, Chris Middleton is not a number, is but not it's a a number, number two. One, but it's a number one in the East roster, though. It's so a it's like one, it's a number. Okay, so you're you're looking at the conference as a whole and it's saying number one in the East, and you and you're saying okay, who in the East has like two legit guys? Like who like. For example, with the Rockets is Westbrook and Harden. Like, who's that in the East? That's what that's what you're trying to say, well, right? Like, there's nobody no. there in the East that has that. Well, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that they they were on paper, at least by record, mm-hmm. the best team in the East, and they are not. This this ain't. It's not like. Let's be clear. It's three one. It's not three two. It's not even three three. It's three one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and and you've been outplayed by Jimmy Butler. Let's be clear on where where the NBA put the guy and where the NBA put Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. in the in 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 the in the stake of superstars, right? And he's being outplayed by what some would say is a second tier star in the league, right? Question for you: When you look at that, when you look at them players in Miami, when you look at Duncan Robinson, Tyler yeah, Hero. They got a better team. Bam, out of bio. I would t- yeah. I would take those guys over Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe and Brooke Lopez. But here's the thing. Greek Freak is Greek or used to be or never was. Whatever, however you want to frame it at this point. Like they need to they need to take his shoes out of production. No more Nike deal for you, bro. Cause this is trash. This is what you're giving us is trash. And I don't know why and, and he got he got he got it in in these circles, I don't care what the NBA want to say about him next year and all that. In these circles, he has, when he takes this loss and this exit, he has officially descended from grace in these barbershop conversations. Oh, don't don't use that word, grace. I'm <laughs> got me thinking about Jerry Jones right now. Yeah, he is <laughs> fallen. He has fallen from grace in these conversations. Yeah, he's he's the honest to me right now until he can prove to me that he can at least get the jump shot going, get the three pointers more consistent. I don't and, even care if he never got tougher. a jumper. I don't care if he never earned the jumper, got a jumper, Trey. You can't this this you can't second round exit. No, not acceptable. Yeah. No, it's not. not. It, it, it it's not, not it's definitely not acceptable. Not acceptable. Um, at the at the same time though, when it comes to championships, you you need you need two guys like two Obviously. elite guys, and yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee never had that. <laughs> you know, it was Giannis and everybody else. So until the Bucks can prove that they could put a second guy next to him, then that's what they'll be. They'll be they'll win fifty something games every year. They'll probably be a top four seed, and they'll get bounced out early, or they'll just come short of the finals. Yeah, um, Giannis. He's he's Giannis. He's he's Giannis right now for me. 
Um, so I think I'm I'm kind of surprised that the Toronto Boston series, you know, the way it kind of gone with um, Toronto winning those last two games before uh, last night, them tying it up, and then Boston just kind of, you know, taking them Aaron to them out. Yeah, just you know, taking them to the woodshed last night uh, to go up three to two. Um, I I still think Boston wins the series. I kind of see Toronto winning Game Six though. Hmm. I mean, I, I thought we all agreed that it was it would be Boston and seven, though. <sighs> yeah, you know what? I think you're right. I think pick Boston and seven. I think it we was either I seven think, or I think, six. I think I think Jordan might have picked the Raptors in six. I think it is what yeah. happened. But he definitely had maybe, Toronto. I don't remember yeah. how many games he had them though. But I think we definitely had had the Celtics in seven, and yep. and, and that's just that's just Nick Nurse respect at this point. Mm, yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But I mean. Those guys got championship DNA. I mean, whether you, sure. were, you know, claim it I as won't legit. say DNA. I say experience. So okay, it, it's same thing. At least I consider it the same thing. But um, yeah, they they, not, they weren't. Uh, something told me that they they weren't going to go down. You know, the way they did the first two games, they they were going to come out, you know, firing and make this thing, you know, a series. So I still got Boston there, even though I don't like it. Um. So Lakers and Rockets, um, two games in already. It's tied one-one. Um, going back to game two, for me, the fact that the Rockets came back after being down what eighteen twenty points, um, the Lakers should be very scared. Why? Well, because anytime the Rockets can knock shots down like that. It's 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 going to be tough for the Lakers to even you know counteract that you know with their shooting because they don't they don't have the shooting that the Rockets have. Yes, they don't got LeBron. Like, yes, they got AD. Like, don't this feel like the the Blazers all over again? No, no, it don't. No, hell no. This don't feel like the Blazers winning game one all over again. Hell no, hell no. I think that I think the Lakers do it on purpose, man. Hell, hell no. Do do you do you think the Rockets are to the level of the Blazers in terms of talent and their abilities? I know I'm I'm not speaking to the Rockets being like the Blazers. I'm speaking to the Lakers not giving all their all in in a game one. Well, yes, I mean it. It does look that way. I mean, even after game one, it kind of looks that way. But after watching game two. They have a hard time putting the Rockets away. And again, I got the Lakers in the series, but I just think the Rockets. Any chance present... for an upset? Is there a chance for an upset? I I do think there's a chance for an upset. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, um, I don't think there's a chance. You don't think there's a chance? I don't think there's a chance for an with the, upset. With, the, with shooting, with the. I don't think there's a uh... chance for an upset. Nah, I I I gotta disagree, bro. You it, you anytime you got that kind of shooting, man, um, and mm-hmm. and the fact that the Lakers can't shoot like that consistently, yeah, um, they the, the Rockets have a chance. Um, I'm I'm not picking them to win the series because I, I I do think the difference in the end is going to be LeBron and Anthony Davis, and I think defensively the way they've been playing all year, I think that's going to be a big factor also, but yeah, you I think game one. What's that? I think, I think it is. I think, I think, I think it's a game. I think it's, 
I think it's the exact same thing they did in Portland. That's what I think. So you so you think the Rockets aren't gonna win another game? Um, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I think they took this game off. The Lakers. Oh. Okay. So then uh, wow, so the Lakers can never get beat <laughs> legitimately then. Um, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that they took game one off. Uh, all right. I mean, I at, at at some point, and you know how I felt about them against Portland. Like, what the hell are you taking games off for? You better than this team. Get get these niggas out the bubble. If if it, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I think they're yeah. better than the Rockets, but I do think they have matchup problems because of the way the sure. Rockets shoot. Sure, like I said, I picked the Lakers in six. So mm-hmm. uh, sure. But um, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a shot. I don't think they have a shot of upsetting the Lakers. A shot. You don't have a. You don't think they have a shot? A shot. That that. That's I don't think crazy. they got a. I don't think they got a James Harden shot in beating the Lakers in this series. Four two. Nah, that. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I got the Rock. I mean, I got the Lakers four two also, but. Just to just discount what the Rockets bring to the table, uh, I I don't know. What do the Rockets? But 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 keep it a buck though. Yeah. Keep it a keep it a buck. What do the Rockets shoot? That's what they bring to the table. When the if Rockets shot- shoot the way they shoot, and when they don't turn the ball over the way they did in Game Two, they're gonna be a problem. Because let's be honest, Game Two, they was turning the ball over, and you know when LeBron is on a team. And you turn the ball over against him, what that means is fast breaks all all game, and and that's how most LeBron teams get off. They turn the other team over, they get fast breaks, they you know they go up by ten, they go up by fifteen. That I mean that that's really what it. I mean for the Rockets, it's that simple. Don't turn the ball over, and 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 knock your shots down, and you're gonna have a chance. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they got a shot, bro. All right, all <laughs> I don't right. Think they got a shot. What What about Denver and uh, the Clippers? Um, Denver and the Clippers. Um, look, I know I picked Denver, and I'm a hold to that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't. I, let me say this: I haven't watched enough closely. Let uh-huh. me say that. But I'll say from. I'll say from. Uh, you know. From the outside looking in, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. um, in three games, um, I haven't heard Jamal Murray's name. Um, I've heard his name. He just hasn't done anything. <laughs> hasn't I mean, done anything close to what he did against Utah. Um, and let's be clear about what's going to be expected of him. If they're going to get it past the Clippers, mm-hmm. you know. Well, what's the expectations, right? Like nobody expects the Nuggets to get past the Clippers, right? Um, I did. Sure, you did, but majority majority of people will tell you the Nuggets don't have the opportunity to get past. Well, they have an opportunity, but they don't. They're not going to beat the Nug. They're not going to beat the Clippers in a series. Um, and let's be real. This is a tougher team than Jazz is, you know, from a from a defensive yeah, standpoint. Sure, from so, an all around perspective. Yeah, yeah. So, am I surprised that Jamal Murray hasn't 
shown up the way he's shown up against the Jazz? No, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Um, can he do more? Hell yeah, he could. He could do more. Hell yeah. And what about that Michael Porter dunk? You see that joint yesterday? Mm-hmm. I wonder if it, but I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wonder if he's tired, Murray. That's possible too. What do you got? Two fifty-point games and a forty-two-point tear. He went on a tear. Yeah, it, it's, it's possible. It's, it's it's definitely possible. But for now, I'm just gonna give credit to the Clip defense. They yeah. got they got three defenders on that perimeter that do what they do. Yeah. So, but I, I I tell you what, as far as the Nuggets go, um, I do think Jokic has to step up a little more though too. Because mm-hmm. you know, I think at times he's gotten soft in certain situations. I, I think he just needs to you know toughen up and play a little bit harder. Um, but yeah, getting back to that Michael Porter Jr. dunk, man, like that was just that, that was just nasty. What he did to Montrez Harrell last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you got anything, uh, you got anything uh, else? I don't, man. And I, I think we missed out. I think we missed that mark. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, we, we definitely missed our mark. And I actually had one topic, but I'm not going to get to it. I'm I'm just going to kind of close this thing out real quick and uh just want to give uh some happy birthday shout outs uh maestro styles had a yes, birthday uh, over you. the weekend so happy birthday to maestro Thank styles you, uh just you. just a few more shout outs too. um your sister had a birthday yeah. i think the day before you yeah so happy birthday monica um happy birthday to happy early birthday to my mother um her birthday is on the 10th yeah and uh to our home to our home events um, which which is the same day as my mother so happy Uh early birthday events um you know and you got anniversary coming up uh yes sir yes sir in a few weeks it'll be the seventh anniversary yeah yeah Yeah. man seven years that's 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 crazy man yeah, shout out to the missus. No doubt, no doubt. Um, yo. Smacking before, you and keep your ass in line. Uh, what's up? Say shout out to the missus for smacking you up, keeping your ass in line. Uh, you, you, you like that. <laughs> you, you like bringing that up every time. I see every it. single time. Every single time. Hey, I, I, in light of, um, I just wanted to bring this up. In, in light of the, um, the WAP video. The Megan uh, Stallion video, Cardi B video. I I do have a another meaning for what WAP is. Oh, please don't be corny at the end of this show. Huh? I said, please don't be corny at the end of this show. Come on, man. I I, I <laughs> nah. Seriously, seriously. I I I got a I got a I got a new definition for what WAP is. What about prosecuting oh, the officers that killed Bianca Taylor? And we 100%. wanna make sh- and we and we wanna make sure that every show we acknowledge that Breonna Taylor's killers are still out there. One hundred percent. And that we wanna make sure that those officers, you know, get arrested and get prosecuted. So just just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. There. Was that corny? Um I'll it was say it, no. it was I'll it was say, corny. I'll it say corny. no because of the cause. I'll say no because of the cause. I, so I I'll let you slide on that one. <laughs> But you do want to say it was <laughs> somewhere no, deep it down was, inside. It was, but 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 
the cause is more important than the than than the cool. And so uh, we'll we'll let that ride. I saw that I saw that on um you know on social media and was like oh all right I mean I get it but mm-hmm. that wasn't super that wasn't super clever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the cause is more important than the cleverness. So again it'll rock. Rest All in right. peace, Breonna Taylor. Get these killers in the jail. Get these killers in jail. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat room. Shout out to the homie Chibs for joining us on a football conversation. Um, don't forget, folks, you can check us out on YouTube, also on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, you can follow us at BarbershopSPOR2. You can also follow us on the Facebook page. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at BarbershopSportsTalk1 at gmail.com. And so for uh, my hey, Styles... Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Trey. What's up? Um, what up? One, one, and we don't have to, we don't have to, you know, pontificate, if you will. Billy Donovan is out as the coach of Oklahoma City. Hmm. Wow. Uh, the headline reads that the coach uh, contract, the coach's contract expired, and both sides decided against an extension. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, that's four openings right there. Yeah. There we go. Next week. Yeah. Here we go. All right, fam. Uh, everybody have a good week. We'll be back. And oh, one more thing, y'all. We're gonna be doing football picks on our instagram live so make sure y'all check that out which um, means oh that means tomorrow either, or either tomorrow or, or or we could hey we might just slide over there right now if you got some time um no i don't all we'll right. do it let's do it let's do it uh before the thursday night games though all right no doubt no doubt all right y'all peace out right. yep Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.